Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. And welcome back to another episode of the T-Bone Speaks podcast. I am your host, and I am... Tired today, tired of working. It's, I don't, it's been two weeks. Well, I have, I, did you find yourself not in dental shape? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a real thing, right? Yeah. The first week's I mean, like not really super in, exciting. The second week's like, whew. I'm not really says. in great shape to begin with. <laughs> I, yeah, I still don't feel like I'm in good dental shape. Yeah. This week, on this week's episode, I'm joined by Dr. Brett Wells with Dental HQ and we are going to talk about dental membership plans. And I'm going to give some pushback to Brent, uh, to Brett, sorry, about, <laughs> about these because I haven't seen the need for them and I want to be convinced. I'm not anti, I just want to be convinced because I want to realize what I'm missing. And I know many of you have asked about membership plans. So we're going to talk about membership plans, how the Dental HQ platform works, but more broadly about membership plans and how he's using them in his four offices. We'll talk about his side hustle and having a side business and building a mini DSO. And we'll get to all of that with Dr. Brett Wells. But before we do, let's turn it over to Meredith. Hi, everyone. Um, Welcome back. We are excited to get our classes back in Raleigh. We look forward to having everybody here. But before we get started on today's episode, I do have our 100th review. So this is from Dr. Caroline Tuttle, who T-Bone knows from Mm -hmm. our um, Millennial Mastermind. I think you were a little tough on her, and she's still... Well, she's liked it. She she says, I'm a Northeastern girl. I can can take take it. it. Yeah. So she said, I have been listening to T-Bone's podcast for two years now and really appreciate all the zero fluff content. The saying, dress for the job you want, not the job you have, has been tough when you don't have local dentists that practice the way you want or see yourself in the future. Through your podcast, I was able to start implementing the groundwork for my dream practice with simple yet effective business principles I learned from the podcast and mastermind. Thanks for all the great info. I look forward to the new episodes weekly. That thank you, Caroline. It means the world to me. I'll send you your five dollar check in the mail. <laughs> He'll probably be a lot nicer to you. <laughs> so this week we have uh, Dr. Brett Wells and Brett. How are you doing? I'm good. You've been here a while, man, and we yeah, haven't we, killed we, each other yet. We, we had some fun stuff to talk yeah. about yeah. today. So you know, you know, before we get into the membership plan, um, 
I think the I think people are chasing this perfect practice and this perfect model, and the problem is it doesn't exist. Yeah. As soon as I thought I had it made, yeah, dentistry changes, right? It went to all technology, or then then we had team turnover, or we have this, or I have three kids and I need a little bit more money now, and then those yeah. go to private school. I need a little bit this, or hey, I want to work a little bit less. You know, life life changes or our life progresses. And we never really, do you think you have it, do you think you'll ever have it figured out? Oh, no. And then, you know, once you get it built, you're like, well, what's the next thing I can build or yeah. what's the next thing I can do? So that's, I think we're all in search of something that doesn't exist. And yeah. the key is, is to continuously train ourselves to be able to pivot and adjust our practice and stuff like that. It's, it's very interesting when people say I'm building, I've got my dream practice. I'm like, yeah, just for six months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The seasons of life change. Yeah. <laughs> six months. Yeah. Give me six to nine months and, and talk to me when <laughs> something happens. You'll have new priorities. Or you're in a course and like, describe your dream practice. Yeah. And like, okay. Because, you know, I, because my dream practice today would be nothing, nothing like what I would have described a year and a half ago. Nothing like it. Yeah. Yeah. He likes having four people there. <laughs> <laughs> well, not just that. I mean, I basically, yeah. I just want to come in. I want to walk in the back door. I want to do my dentistry for two days a week, and I want to walk out. Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's a realistic thing to do <laughs> as an owner at the end of the day, uh, but I'm going to keep trying. And then as soon as I get that, I'm going to be like, you know what? I want to be in charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. I want some, one day a week. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to be he like, were, oh. He wants to tell everybody what to do all day long, yeah. every day. I, dude, I, I've, I've, I've said this for a very long time. My ultimate goal is to be a Walmart greeter at my practice. There you go. Yeah, dude. I want to be that that guy that, that, that shakes hands and yeah. tells people to go here and there. And let me make it clear. The practice run, can run without him. He can go out of town for weeks and the practice can run. But then he comes back and he wants to change every single thing that's been going yeah. on. It, it's the restaurant background, yeah. right? The owner yeah. of the restaurant just out front greeting everybody. Yeah. You know, that's your dream. Yeah, but I really want to do it in Walmart. I want to wear a smock <laughs> yeah, and well, stuff. You know. All right, Brett. So we're going to talk about um, a lot of things. Yeah. So uh, we introduced you, and we introduced your COVID-positive team member. We talked about your riot gear, yeah. you know, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. But uh, so that's always helpful. But now this week, what I want to focus on with you is I really want to talk about helping to build practices. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so... Talk to me about Dental HQ, give me your elevator pitch, or give us your elevator pitch, and then what brought it about and all of that. So you want me to start with Dental HQ? Yeah, let's let's go there. Sure. So Dental HQ, you know, I came up with the idea. I, I learned about membership plans from Dr. Charles Blair okay. at the Hemin probably seven, eight years ago. It was one of my light bulb aha moments. Mm-hmm. He, he was uh, talked about this new plan dentists were starting to offer, you know, cleanings, exams, x-rays, all packaged together in a bundle price offered annually that they were selling to patients without insurance. And I was like, that's awesome. I'm going to go back to Raleigh. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hire some friends, and they're going to go to pharmacies and sell it to people. And, <laughs> you know, we'll have all these patients coming in and I hired a printer that would make nice little cards for him. And then I realized three and $400 for a patient who never met you before was, was a tough pitch and that didn't really go anywhere. So, you know, we had our own internal membership plan, annual plan we were doing internally. It went reasonably well, but I really wanted to take it to the next level and be able to attract new patients with it. 
Um, and so, you know, what you realize is if somebody new moves to your neighborhood and they don't have insurance, they're calling every dentist going, what's your new patient special, right. yada, yada. So I was like, you know, you got this membership plan. You know, I want to be able to take it, build a software where we can go monthly and offer monthly options. And then I want to go direct to consumer on dentist behalf and let them know about what all the membership plan pricing is in their neighborhood without them having to call each dental office. So we originally were going, you know, we'll build the software for dentists. We'll create a cool marketplace that had everything consumers needed all in one spot and help the dentists who work with us find a practice to go um, to go see based okay. on, you know, transparent, like pricing. a directory of some sort. Yeah. A transparent pricing through a membership plan. And so we learned quickly after launching that marketplaces are incredibly expensive. Yeah. So we just focused on the software and building an awesome software for dentists. And we launched probably two and a half years ago and it's a full service program, really advanced software. We do the marketing, train your team and, you know, help you price it out. And, and you take care of all the legal aspects of the membership. Yeah. Plans. I mean, we vet the legal stuff in okay. each state. Ultimately you come down to the practice and, you know, verifying yourself because these things change on a month to month basis, but, but we, we do vet them. Okay. Yeah. How'd you get it? Have you always been into side hustles? Yeah. 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 yeah I'm an entrepreneur at heart, man. I, uh, you know, I was telling you a bit earlier, I owned a, it, it's like the, the, every, every dentist, right? I had a little restaurant on the Ooh, side <laughs> and, uh, no, no, every dentist tries a lab. I tried that oh, did bad you? idea. Yeah. So but there I, might be one business that's harder to run than a restaurant and that's a dental laboratory. Really? Yeah, dude. It's harder than a restaurant. I think so. Wow. The margins. Margins are reasonable, but they're not yeah. great. But it's just hard. I think it's hard for dentists to run anything. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, let's get back to this week's episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, certainly anytime you go into a new industry, there's that learning curve that's very expensive. Yeah, yeah. but the, our problem in dental labs is we think we know it all because we're dentists. Yeah. That's the problem. In restaurants, you literally know nothing. nothing. So, so you kind of go with the traditional yeah. business model. So you owned a restaurant? Yeah, on Fayetteville Street. just got smashed yeah. as well. But um, yeah, I sold that a, a year or two ago. But yeah, I mean, 
the the thing about a restaurant, and I have advice for anybody who wants to start a restaurant, but the thing about restaurants was I kind of, I had consultants who were supposed to do all this for me. And you know, a couple months in, I realized we were slammed, but had no, we're losing money. Yeah. And so I had to dive in and understand food costs, labor costs, tight margins. I mean, you're running a five to 10% margin. Yeah. Your labor floats high and you're losing money. Yeah, like labor that. should be 30, uh, food should be like 35 to 38%. Yeah, it's all like, I think yeah. right on 30 to 35. Yeah. And then, you know, you're making five to 10%. That's your margin. So I, my plan was to franchise it. You know, it was a gourmet hot dog. It was really cool really cool concept tons of people were super bummed when i got rid of it but um here's my advice for dennis who went to uh start a restaurant and that is pull out your checkbook make out a check to me for a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> i will fly to you and hit you over the head with a nerf baseball bat until you change your mind and you will have just saved probably two to three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> so that's my advice for dennis who wants to start a restaurant we'll now, cross that off the list <laughs> n- now if you and now now you can do them successfully if you have you have to have a partner who's operationally in that business that's right. not you mm-hmm. cannot be an absentee owner for a restaurant it is i don't think it's possible well there's a reason chick-fil-a won't let it happen yeah. yeah right yeah and then there's there's a reason for that you know because yeah. something something suffers you know yeah. and 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 in the franchise model if your restaurant's not profitable they're not paying you the seven to eight percent franchise fees right so, so they, they have to win. The margins are so tight. You, you, and, and, you know, you've got, you know, a lot of times teenagers, young people. I mean, you're not, you don't have the most uh, qualified or <laughs> I should say the most stable yeah. uh, employees. Uh-huh. In that. You got to be there. Yeah, for sure. that's, so. that's a good. And now talk to me before we get into the membership plan. Talk to me about I've never understood this mini DSO thing. Uh-huh. I don't understand. Maybe it's my generation, maybe. Because, I look, I'm an entrepreneur. I've, I've started multiple businesses. We yeah. own multiple, multiple hotels with my, with my parents and partners. And so it's certainly I'm not afraid of franchises or multiple op- offices. Yeah. But I've never understood where people think that that's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, for me, is I'm a builder. I'm a problem solver. So, you know, I, when we opened up our first office, we built it, and it got really busy, and I was, and, and it kind of reached its capacity. And Did I you was, anticipate having multiple offices out of school? No, I always was actually very against it. Okay. And, and, my, and part of the reasons I entrepreneured and went to restaurants and other things was I was, I was going to let that be my... You had an itch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, but I have several friends in the area who have done it, and, um, you know... I understand how to run a business and, and uh, you know, some goals I had. And, and I just, my favorite part about a, a dental office is building it, you know, and, and seeing it come together, all the pieces you go through for that year or two build up. And, you know, a lot probably hate it. You might hate it. No, I like the building part. It's, yeah. the, it's, the, it's the plateau part that drives me nuts. It's keeping, uh-huh. it's keeping it there. That's, I think that's the hard part. You know, Reaching the plateau and continuing higher or just keeping it at the plateau and not dropping? I just think maintaining status quo or even that growth at some point is the hard part. I think there's so much fun in the building yeah. and, the, and the business, you know, the concepts of building and creating ideas and trying to be innovative or be mm-hmm. differentiation between other offices. But I think, like, I, you know, you get to a point where you're like, I'm pretty comfortable, this is the way. And I think maintaining that because you become, honestly, complacent, at least in my, yeah. you become complacent you get a little bit more complacent you get a little bit more stringent in how you want things to be uh you have less tolerance uh for things to go off kilter a little bit and uh so it, it's a little bit harder and the people around you affect that for sure yeah 100 percent. they're you know it's yeah. hard it's not so easy. it's hard to get everybody where they're okay too yeah 
and keep them there. Yeah. Yeah. Especially it's women. It's not possible. <laughs> I don't think. I, I agree. I, don't I will agree with that 100. Yeah. <laughs> percent I've always said the best yeah. time to sell anything is when you hits a plat when you hits its peak. Just yeah. sell, sell at the plateau. Yeah, and so we had kind of hit that, and but for me it was a blessing starting to add more locations because. You know, as, as those of you who have done it or are thinking about doing it, once you, you could kind of run your two without being highly systemized, mm-hmm. but you hit three and you don't have good systems in place, I mean, you come off the tracks real quick. Right. So, so when you, someone, you can't be three places at once. Right. Two when, is probably hard enough. When you say systems, what do you mean by that? Oh, I got systems. I got, mm-hmm. I, I got good systems. So, and we didn't. So, you know, we have, I have an 85 page uh, front desk operations manual that was screenshots, how we do everything we do every day. We have checklists for our schedulers, our treatment coordinators, my office manager. Oh, you have a way to train people. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So it's we, plug we and play. Training you guides. can plug people in and um, they pick it up. We have very specific KPIs and we bonus things out based on those KPIs. And this, this stuff was all built after I went multi-location right. out of need. You know, so and so and it's not like you had this in your single office mm-hmm. and then just transferred it over. It was just in your their head, yeah, right? right? The girls have been that's, with me for so long. That's my problem. Yeah, so it's all in my head. They knew it, and you didn't have to have it on paper. But then, as we grew and we were trying to hire people and train people, it's like you can only train out of your head for so long. You need to get it on paper. So, and then now with us just losing eighty percent of our front desk, you yeah, know, because of all this stuff, it's good that we have everything on paper. So. And I would argue that soon we'll have to have it all on video. The office, there are offices that have it all on video. I envy them. That's great. Yeah. Because people, that's how people learn now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably how Laura Hatch got started with the front office rockets. Get it all on video and make a business out of it. Yeah. All right. What advice would you give somebody? Do you enjoy having four offices? I do. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoy... And I know this is maybe sound cliche. It's it's not about the money at all. It's just about it's growing a business and, and learning what works and, and, you know, they say twisting the levers, learning the KPIs and making changes and watching the business grow. Um, I really enjoy that. So, you know, we kind of, when we had the first office, we kind of plateaued. Um, mm-hmm. And I noticed for two or three or four years, it just kind of stayed there. And it wasn't until we kind of expanded that now that office is going skyrocketing mm-hmm. again. Um and so I really enjoy having multiple locations and watching our culture and, and, and you know, the, the different systems we put in place and, and watching it work, you know. So, you know, you didn't have to have that one. So it's kind of cool. What are the challenges of having multiple offices? Uh, well, like I was telling you before, so, you know, I still am a practicing dentist. I'm practicing too much right now because of COVID. I'm back to like, I think uh, every other week I'm four days a week, you know, a couple of half days. But, you know, I'll go see a patient. And I'll come back to my office. I'll open my email. I have 12 emails in, you know, yeah. in the last hour. So, uh, you know, we just did an acquisition down in Wilmington uh, a couple hours away, Beach Town. I love Wrightsville. So we bought a practice down there. And uh, we bought it in December, and then COVID hit. You know, it's, it's the first time we've ever bought a practice. And so you're trying to integrate a culture that doesn't match your culture. It's been an absolute headache. Um, mm-hmm. But we've got some good game plans to get it in, in action. So there's – I mean, there's countless headaches. But um, – you know, getting the operations built, getting the systems in place, uh, you would drive yourself crazy if you if if you don't think you're the kind of person who can build an operationally stable company with systems and operations in place. You you're probably going to have a heart attack at some point because things are just going to come crazy. And come I've al- always been told that the scaling part requires massive organization. And there's people who do it without that. You know, we with Dental HQ, I've met a lot of dentists. 
And, you know, in different organizations that I'm in, I'm, I've met a lot of dentists, and some of them are not super organized, and I have no idea how they do it. They, they must work 100 hours a week, and I'm not willing to do that. So, you know, we've got the systems and, and those. The, the more systemized you are, you know, we've got other colleagues who have multi-location. The more systemized you are, the less middle management you need to run everything. Right. And mm -hmm. so you can run better margins, and you can see those profits. Um, so, you know. You can do it without it, but you're going to have a lot more middle management and upper management and sea levels as you get bigger uh, that are going to fill in the gaps of uh, that a system that doesn't cost you anything can, can cover. Do you, do you make more money owning four offices than one? Not right now. So, yeah, I mean, we were talking about that earlier. If I had just stuck to my one location and just let it grow, you know, I'd have super low overhead. Um, I would be working there four Define days a week. super low overhead. I mean, there was a point, I think we had gotten that one practice at 55%. Before dentist compensation? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I, I, include, I, don't, I don't consider that overhead. That, that, that I consider the, the overhead, yeah, I consider the dentist. split them out, yeah, okay. yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, but when you're growing and when you're scaling, it's expensive. You have to, you have to spend money and spend ahead of your growth. You have to hire team members ahead of your growth. So it's, it's expensive. Where do you intend to go with this? Is four enough? Um, my vision is kind of eight to ten. Okay. Um, four might be enough. I mean, we'll see how, yeah. you know, everything I've dealt with in the last month, uh, it might be enough. But, uh, you know, I, th for me, there has to be an endpoint because as you scale, it's so expensive, you're high in the head of your growth. And if you never stop growing, you never can really get your margins and everything stabilized and, and, and kind of catch get up. to where you, yeah, catch, exactly, catch up. So, Do you think DSOs are going to win coming out of COVID? Because we've seen some of them close. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I think there's going to be tremendous opportunity for solo practitioners. I think there's going to be tremendous opportunity for um, uh, DSOs. And, and they are they're chomping. They're, they're chomping at the bit. They were chomping before. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, what, what is it now? What other business gives you a 15 to 25% return? Yeah. I, well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello, podcast family. T-Bone here, bringing you our newest live patient implant training, Full Arch Express. For dentists already placing implants and ready to level up and continue building their implant practice, this is the golden ticket. We're diving deep into Full Arch Implants, the hottest game changer in implant dentistry. In this program, we tackle both overdentures and all annex fixed hybrids, mastering techniques that are essential for modern, comprehensive dental care. It's about getting your hands on the tools and techniques that will replace the doubt and fear with confidence and predictability. Here's the kicker. There's live patient training right here in North Carolina. You're not just learning theories. You're in the operatory doing real work on real patient from start to finish, guided one-on-one -on -one by our expert 3D mentors. You'll learn the nuances of each approach, ensuring you can cater to a wide range of patients to maximize revenue. Speaking of revenue, with me, you know it's not just about the clinical skills. We're bringing business into this aspect too, teaching you how to integrate these advanced services profitably into your practice. So are you ready to rise up to the top in implant dentistry? Join us at the Full Arch Express. This isn't just another course. It's a career-defining leap. Head to www.3d-dentist.com to enroll in our next session. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, back to this week's episode. 
you know, software. <laughs> yeah, but but even that has its own problems, right? Yeah. yeah. But but a business that's actually true. Not my software company. Yeah. <laughs> to be clear, <laughs> but Google maybe. Yeah, yeah. But that's truly scalable, and and to a certain degree, I mean, softwares go out of uh, out of style. Dentistry doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, dentistry is like healthcare in a sense, right? I mean, people will get sick, people will get cavities right. for the rest of their life, right? Yeah. So um, it's a it's a and quite frankly, it's a cottage industry, if you really think about it, that's yeah. been run by uh, solo, entrep- you know, solo, uh, L- you know, they're, they're blacksmiths. Well, yeah. That's what right. we are, right? Yeah. We own our own little shop, and now we've been forced to grow. I believe we've been forced to grow bigger, because when I got out of school, a million-dollar practice was the number. Yeah, me I mean, too. It, was, it was the number. Yeah. Okay, and, and I don't think it's the number anymore, mm. because... Everything's gotten expensive, you know, and, and it's not that it's actually, let me take that back. It's not what I meant. Things haven't gotten expensive. The things we need are more expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when I started school and control camera was expensive, it was four grand. Mm-hmm. Now uh, you can't start without I, all I, the technology. You can't start without cone beam. Right. Yeah. You can't start without digital impressions. Well, you can start without cone <laughs> Sure. Okay. And you could start without okay. Sarah. You certainly no, could start without two Sarahs. No, no, digital yeah. impressions. Yeah. I think, but I think it's it's hard to different. Look, the answer is yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you can't build a practice today, differentiate yourself, and say I don't need that stuff for four or five years. Yes, it's going to be hard. But you certainly can, and I think should start a practice maybe without some of these things. And yeah, grow, you grow can't afford them. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You shouldn't open an office with all of that stuff. But yeah. in your business plan, you have to say, I have a $200,000 expense coming in the next, or at least let's call it today, $100,000. Yeah. You can get a home meme for like sixty grand. get digital impression system for twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000, training, blah, 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 yeah. support. Let's call it a hundred grand now, mm-hmm. okay? You have to budget that hundred grand because it's coming. It's yeah. You know, it's not like yeah. like when I started, I literally started my practice. And I didn't spend a hundred grand opening it. Wow. And you know, in what mat- year? Ninety nine, two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah, I opened in two thousand eight. I started three. Op- what did three operatories cost to open? Two thousand eight. Two thousand. Uh, I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, I, was, I mean, it's what is it? A Ten grand, twenty grand an op. Yeah. For the chair cabinets, all that BS. What what technology was this? Computers, digital yeah. X-ray sensor. They yeah. were, the, the, all that other stuff was like cuckoo. People used it. Yeah, comb beam didn't exist. You know, yeah. pano machine. You could rent those for twenty five bucks a scan. Oh, I don't even know about yeah, that. Yeah, Panoramic Corporation. You could rent those. Okay. So you know the cost of uh, the cost of opening is very different now. And, and construction costs are through the roof. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, So it's it's crazy expensive. It's one hundred twenty bucks a square foot for upfit these days, or more. Yeah. I mean, that's depending on where you're at. Yeah, yeah, depending on where you're at. Uh, yeah. it's outrageous. Yeah, that first one, I think we were eighty, eighty five. Yeah, because that was back two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good right, time. Right when the market crashed. Yeah, that was when I. That's when I bought my building six <laughs> months before the, the six months before my person that owned it declared bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all right, so. So you're telling me that at the end of the day, if you think you're going to make riches while you're running three or four offices, that's probably not true. I think if you want to live a headache-free life um, 
and uh, it's not your passion to be an entrepreneur and scale this stuff. Don't chase being a DSO just to make more money. I just have a passion for growing things. Um, If I had just stopped at my one location, I was willing to work four days a week and I didn't have associate cost Mm -hmm. and, and, and that, and I was just, you know, had grown it and focused only on the one, I would be making more money than I am right now. Um, and that would certainly plateau and, and the, the, the high end is much higher for going multi-locations. Right. Your exit's better. The exit's better. But, um, I I mean, at one point I sat down, this was like a a couple of years ago and I was, you know, I had dental HQ. I was starting, I was just dumping money into, I was doing multi-locations and I was, my, my annual income was going down and I was sitting here going, wait, I could, I could be up there working. I was looking at two days a week what I was getting out of that one practice. And it was like, more than all this other stuff out. And I was like, what am I doing here? But ultimately my goal and what I, I love and I'm passionate about is growing things. And now all the, you know, investments I made and all this stuff is starting to come to fruition. But, you know, it's certainly not like a financial, you know, m- money bag. Yeah, but that's also, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, all right. I, I so, think, yeah, I think that's a, a good word to the wise. I'm still, I'm, I, I again, I love what I love one thing that you said, and that's if you if you want headache free, <laughs> don't do multiple locations. Well, now we have our own headaches with single practices. I'm sure. You yeah, but it's much it. more manageable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's much more manageable. You're there. You're working it. You're yeah. making a good living. You know, and, and I'll say this any day of the week. You know, people will see you know a, a big DSO, one of the jumbo DSOs might come in across mm-hmm. the street, and I'll see them on you know some of the message boards or uh, Facebook groups, and they'll they'll freak out. And they'll be so. You will never lose if you're a single uh, owner owner doctor with great customer service and great at practicing dentistry. You are never going to lose to a big jumbo yeah. DSO. You they can never compete with your uh, and service. they're not even trying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, like you have nothing to worry about. Like yeah. it's a Different model. It's a different experience. So Wells, when Wells Family Dentistry moves across the street from us, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, nothing to worry okay. about. Now, if I go across the street, <laughs> I mean, this smile, you know, might, might need to shake a little yeah, bit. Just two miles down the street. Yeah. 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 But we got different we, models. We could walk yeah. on lunch. We could meet in yeah. the middle. You'd be yeah. surprised how models aren't that different. But yeah. uh, all right. Yeah. So, so, all right. I want to grow my practice. I see all these millennial age dentists mm-hmm. and older dentists even putting membership plans into their office. Yeah. I've been against it. Mm-hmm. Or I haven't been for it, let's say. Mm-hmm. I thought you had a, I, I thought you were a little bit against it. I've just never heard yeah. you speak about it. And so I've always just assumed. Yeah, I'm was, not for it. I, I yeah. just, I don't understand what problem it solves. How about we start with that? So what problem is it solving for my practice? So, uh, I, a few things. Okay. So w- one is now understand that only about 20% of consumers without insurance are going to the dentist sure. compared to about 60% with insurance. So clearly the number one reason cited is cost. So right. clearly there's a cost barrier to entry. Affordability. Affordability. So Not when cost, you, affordability. Right. So, <laughs> sorry. Grammar was never mine. <laughs> no, no, no. That's just his term. That's not, the grammar's not wrong. That's sure. just what he likes to say. Okay. I, I, I'll correct myself. Next okay. So, so there's an affordability issue. So when a, you know, you might notice this, a patient calls around, they, they're new to the area. They don't have insurance. They're going to call around. What's your new patient special? Okay. It's 99 bucks, 199 bucks, whatever. They're going to come in. And now your next appointment's the full cost. So it's two, $300. So they might not come back ever, you know, or, you know, if they're maybe COVID hit and you become the last priority for them, you know, so by offering a membership plan, particularly a monthly plan, you're creating a very palatable, transparent uh, package price of services for them. 
Um, and so you're, you're, you're making a much more affordable option for them. Um, you know, the other big, big part of this, I think, is attrition. Okay, so we know we have an attrition, well, we most don't know this, but we do have an attrition problem in dentistry. It runs 15 to 20%. That little? I think it's more than that. It, some papers have, have argued it was 25%. Yeah. Um, and so that means if you have a 2,000 patient practice, you're losing up to 500 of those patients a year. So you think you're doing so great getting 50 new patients a month. And meanwhile, you're losing them all out the back door. Well, the old ones, yeah. Yeah, the old ones. And, you know, the marketing companies are going to talk about. divided by 12. That's 40, 50 patients a month right there. Yeah. It's 40 a month, yeah. So you've got an attrition problem, okay? So now we haven't done the studies on this, but my assumption is if you don't have insurance, your attrition rates are probably much higher. Well, our, our cancellation rates on our membership plans are less than 10%. They're about 8% a year. So you're, you're solving, you're having a major impact on your attrition problem with your uninsured patients by offering a membership plan. Um, and so those are kind of the two things th that I would point to as far as uh, loyalty, transparency, uh, reducing attrition. And then if uh, Amazon Prime has taught us anything, that patients who have a membership plan, you offer maybe 5 or 10%, there, yeah. Yeah, they're going to spend more on, on, the, on the care that you provide. So. Well, it's not like with a membership plan, to a certain degree, it's specific to your office. So it's not like they can say, oh, I'm going to take my Delta Dental and go down to the next Delta Dental provider. Exactly. And if you don't offer something, they probably are going to go online and maybe buy their own Delta Dental plan, yeah. and then you're going to take a much bigger hit than you than yeah. you had before. Well, this is where I do believe in membership plans. If I'm willing to take a MetLife, you know MetLife's the worst of the worst here in North Carolina, okay? Uh, there can't be much. I mean, I'm talking about with the PPO insurances. I find MetLife to be the worst of the worst of that we take in our practice. How about well, that? I would, say, I would have said United Concordia, but they just came to me recently with a pretty good that's because they probably don't have any providers. Yeah. I know, right? I was say we're out of network with yeah, them, so we don't yeah. know. So MetLife's the worst of the worst from what I live in, okay? Okay. So if I'm willing to take a MetLife fee, why would I not extend that same fee to my current patients or my non-insured patients or maybe mm -hmm. a slightly higher fee than that, you know, uh, and be more, be more affordable or be more reasonable in that sense. So from that side, I totally get membership plans. But if I'm seeing – so what, you're, what I'm hearing from you is – we're getting probably, what, 40 new patients a month, somewhere yeah. in that ballpark. So we get about 35, 40, 42 new patients that come through each month, okay? And then we are losing probably close to 20% of our practice annually. I'm, that I'm pretty certain of. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically, we're net zero mm -hmm. at that stage of the game. So you're, you're, what you're telling me is if I have a membership plan, there's a reasonable chance I'll lose less because those patients that are on my membership plan, half of them will not – Half the number that normally, about 10% of them will leave versus 20% of my insurance patients. Exactly. It'll reduce your attrition. Right. And, ma and maybe you're not trying to grow your practice. Some people want the turnover. You well, know, it's, not, it's not about whether I'm trying to grow my practice. I'm, I'm just trying to not fall behind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that to me, what mm -hmm. drives, people ask me what drives me, and I say, I just don't want to be left behind. Yeah. yeah. And so, I don't think you're going to be left no, behind. No, well, membership plans is an area where I feel like I'm being left behind because yeah. I've been so, so not for it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and I'm again. I'm tr I keep trying to convince myself because yeah. I, you've had you've asked me about these right. things. Before. Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah. I took a. I saw a course on it, and I came back with all the stuff for it when I was working in the office. Yeah, even after I was working in mm -hmm. the office, and I just dismiss it like uh -huh. that. I'm not saying it's bad. I just say I don't understand what it solves. Okay, so it'll help me keep patience. It'll help you keep patience. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So so Brett, my non-insurance patients are willing to pay me my rate. Why would I give them a discount? Yeah. Um, 
and we get that question a lot. And that's why I asked it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and so I mean, keep in mind, uh, you think they're all staying with you, but uh, they're, they're not. Well, right. Yeah. So, so they're not. So a lot of them are leaving. They're going to do more treatment with this. And you've got, you, you know, what I had income wise during COVID. I had my membership patients right. paying my membership plan. I had cash cash flow all through the COVID crisis when we were shut down. So you've got recurring cash flow yeah. the whole and time. And I talk about monthly. I talk about that with payment monthly plans. payments. Our payment plans. Mm-hmm. We're big. Like I don't know if you do payment plans in your office for your treatment, uh, but you should. But um, uh, <laughs> well, we have a third party that guarantees yeah. the payments okay. that we do it through, hundred percent approval. Okay. Um, so yeah, we do an in-house payment plan. It's just guaranteed by a third party. Yeah, so they take some money from you to do it. They take some money from the patient, patient like okay. a setup fee. Or I something. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I get my monthly payments through that. You know, I look at the best business model in the world. I mean, I know it's a tough business. Is the cable industry mm-hmm. because they put you on a eighty dollar a month plan yeah. forever. I mean, you, yeah. you, you can't get rid of it. Yeah. Like Netflix, I'm like I'm addicted. I can't, no matter what I do, yeah. I can't get rid of Netflix, right? The internet. Like, it doesn't matter how much it costs. I'm paying for the internet. Yeah, I'm no not what. cutting my internet yeah. You may cut the cord yeah. for the cable service, <laughs> yeah. but you're just it's paying gonna, it yeah. to sling with somebody else, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. So, so I think the more we can get people on the dole for a monthly payment, leases, there's a reason we're doubling car sales compared to a decade or two ago is because yeah. the invention of the lease was probably the greatest thing that happened to cars mm-hmm. because the car business went from selling an average price of X to an average price of X plus 50%. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they could, they could make the payment lower. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so I, it's I'm all a, about the monthly, pa- the yeah. monthly price. That's yeah. what your patients want to see. What's the affordability. That's yeah. why I call it affordability. affordability. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, you know, we offer, we price our membership plan at $28 a month. You know, so we what, have what does that work out to be a year? Twenty eight times twelve. That's uh, that's two hundred and eighty plus all plus, day, so. plus uh, <laughs> that's like, so that's like three fifty. Yeah. Okay. So and at thirty three dollars a month, it's four hundred dollars a year. That's what yeah. the average practice makes. And it, you would be amazed if you tell a patient it's thirty three dollars a month versus two hundred dollars an appointment or four hundred dollars a year. It's the same thing, by mm-hmm. the way. It's the same thing, but in their minds, thirty three dollars a month. We have pay, I, I sit up front sometimes, just listen to the calls over over mm-hmm. hear them, and patients will go, "I don't believe it. What's the catch?" That Do doesn't you make market? Sense. Do you market your pay, your membership plan as a as a differentiator for your practice? I market the heck out of it. Yeah, it's on all of our postcards. It's on our homepage. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And we have patients who tell their friends about it. We get patients' inquiries about it. I've had patients who have signed up for our membership plan, showed up to our office. We've never even met them before. They're already in our membership plan because you can sign up right through our website. They go online. They read about it. And it's yeah. If they're committed to you, I, I would tell you every one of my patients without insurance signed up for it. Every mm-hmm. one of them. If, if your team's properly trained, then yes. But a lot of teams aren't properly well, trained. Well, I would just trained. tell my patients, you're stupid if you don't do this. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably use Not those everyone <laughs> can use those words to <laughs> patients. <laughs> and you should use those words. I mean, I use those words. Yeah. yeah. It'd, be, it'd be crazy not to do um, that. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably what, use the word crazy. What kind of work does this add to team members? So I talk to a lot of dentists for mm-hmm. what I do. And with the courses, with the new things we're teaching them, they say the most pushback when they're trying to implement something new is um, the pushback from the team members. Yeah. I mean, I I agree with that 100%. You know, we'll have offices sign up. You know, some offices, they want a membership plan because everyone says you need to have a membership plan. Yeah. So so I've been trying to be against that for for that reason. Like, everybody seems to be doing it, but... 
if you're not going to do it and do it, I agree. Then don't do it. Yeah, I mean, we have offices who get it. You know, we don't charge any sign-up fees, so they'll get the marketing materials. They'll put them up on the – and they'll say we offer a membership plan, but, you know, they go, well, well we want to get – patients are willing to pay us our fees, so let's not let, – if they ask about it, we'll tell them about our membership plan. They don't really it's, advertise you know, it. You know, this – okay, I'm all in now, yeah, okay, because yeah. – not all in, but I'm in, okay? Yeah. So it's the same thing with payment plans. Yeah. They're like, so do you offer payment plans to everybody or do you wait for them to ask them? No. We go out there pushing payment plans to patients yes. versus waiting for them to ask for the payment plan. Yeah. Because most people are afraid to ask. Yeah. So the same thing with a membership plan. You have, again, if you're going to, if you believe that it's good for your practice. Mm-hmm. Then do it. Don't buy it because the dude, because Brett Wells on the street from me has it. Yeah. Okay. Buy it because you believe it makes sense. And then offer it to your patients. Like actively recruit people into it. Because the patients, you're right, they're not going to leave once they're your member. Yeah. So so that's great. And, um, you know, I mean, we go out to, uh, we're very involved in the community. So we'll take our iPad out there. We'll sign up patients at different community events. It's, uh, it's, it's yeah, Do you have people that pay you and don't actually come in? For the membership plan? I bet. Oh, yeah, we'll have people, I mean, you know, Do you pay we don't them? say this is why to do a membership plan, but it's like a gym membership at $28 yeah. a month, right? <laughs> so they'll pay us, and they'll get their one cleaning. You know, we know most patients don't actually come in every six months. So right. they'll come in maybe once, and they'll be in the year and be like, oh, I forgot to, you know, get my cleaning. I need to get my cleaning. And it, it might have been 12 months, you know, since okay. our last cleaning. But I So know. it's just like insurance. And I know it's legally it's different than insurance. Right. And we'll get into that here in a yeah. second. But it's like insurance. In other words, there's, you're, you're, there is a little bit of banking on the underutilization rate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be a discount, you know. And, and we always make sure everybody understands that. You know, if, if you're charging $33 a month, you're getting $400 a year. Uh, you know, unless they cancel, but you know, who's going to cancel? All gonna... right. So walk me back through this. So you're yeah. clearly, you understand membership plans, what mm-hmm. works, what doesn't work clearly. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what do you, what do you include in your $28 a month? We include a cleaning every six months. So two cleanings a year or every six months? Every six months. Okay. Yeah. We're very clear about that. Um, uh, exams as needed. So one to two exams. So what about emergency exams? One emergency exam per year. Okay. Uh, so when you say wings. two cleanings, so I get two cleanings, two exams with those cleanings. Mm-hmm. That's how we do in our office. Well, yes. No, I'm, because I'm yeah. just going to copy you. Yeah. Because you're my competitor. Sure. <laughs> yeah, copy me. $27 a month. <laughs> Twenty-seven ninety-nine. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I'll do twenty-seven ninety-eight then. Okay. <laughs> I'll even split your twenty-seven dollars a month into two bi-weekly payments <laughs> and a free CT. Then you got me killed. Yeah. So okay. So you include the two cleanings per month, so mm-hmm. per, per year. Yeah. Every six months with the exam. Mm-hmm. What else do you? What else do I get for that? Uh, yeah, the emergency exam, X-rays, and then we do we do fifteen percent off. So okay, off your additional UCR. Treatment. Yeah. Okay. So, off your elevated UCR. And we did that because another kind of benefit of a membership plan is you, you know, with insurance companies, the way to, to negotiate with them is the higher fees you have, the more you're writing off, right. the better chance you have of getting your fee increase. And so, you know, we're able to increase our fees, but we just increase the discount on the membership plan so that people who don't have insurance don't have to deal with those really high fees. Okay. So is that all it includes? So, yeah, two cleanings, exams, x-rays, and then a discount treatment. We and have a ex- perio plan as well. When you say x-rays, what does that mean? Uh, bite wings, a PA, your emergency, and then your PANO every three to five years, whatever. We so. end up seeing emergency patients half the time for free anyways. That's because I'm too nice. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, what? how could we lose? Yeah. 
Well, I think because they say, what is it? He just, he just smirked. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, he's paying me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so how many team. emergencies do you include in this? Just one a year. One a year. And they say what? The average patient, about 2% of your patients will have an emergency appointment a year. So yeah. it's, you're throwing it in basically for free. Because we're doing them for free anyway. Well, yeah. yeah. At least I It's am. just a value add. You know, okay. And you can do whatever you want with our program. So if you want to And is that for Uber one rides, person or is that for the family? You can, so that's for one person and you can have family plans and you can and do everything family you plans. Want. How, did you, how do you price family plans? We do, oh God, I have to go back and look. I think we do 10% off. Or maybe the second family member is still full price, and the third is ten percent off. And I think okay, so yeah. so it's still I'm getting dude, you're I, getting I, more money money monthly. Dude, I'll take I'll take three hundred fifty dollars a month for two cleanings essentially. Yeah, yeah, three hundred fifty dollars a year. I mean, yeah. That's well, I, th- I think you would you, you charge thirty five. I mean, you you can make a net more than you would normally make. Let's as well even call it. I'm going to charge three fifty a year. Let's yeah. just call it that. Okay, yeah. that's still a little bit more than you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so th- because three fifty a year would be about a little less than thirty bucks. It'd be about twenty eight. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's about your price. Okay, so let's call it three sixty even. That that works out to be one hundred and eighty dollars for a cleaning and X rays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but our new patient exam we charge three sixty eight. Right, but that's elevated. That's stupid. Right. We shouldn't right. actually be charging that. Yeah. And you could charge that, an activation that's fee. That's a barrier. Included, but that's right. a barrier. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You could charge an act- activation fee if you want. I don't, you know, but it's. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. reduce barriers. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say that's just yeah. another barrier. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants, I don't want to pay an activation fee for anything. I, I uh-huh. don't like the activation fee, but we have some offices who want it, so we allow it. And then I give 15% discount off my elevated UCR. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever you want the discount to be. Yeah, the UCR is a fake number. Yeah. Okay, yeah. nobody gets paid you. And, you know. Dude, 80% so of my patients have, have insurance. Right. So same do you same have, with me. I don't think people realize how much their patient base has insurance. I mean, so that's what I was going to say. Like, what, and I, what I think you were thinking before is we don't have patients push, our cash patients don't push back. Yeah. On fees, yeah, usually. But, but I would like to get rid of all my MetLife patients <laughs> and make them buy this so I don't have to bill MetLife. Right. So do you, would people drop their dental insurance, do you think? So, look, if you've got employer-sponsored dental insurance, you should, not, much for it, yeah. Yeah. you should not drop that. I mean, you're yeah. not going to do better than that. But you should never buy your own dental insurance. We have, I know, because I did work up front some, we do have patients that pay out of pocket. They the, would call the, me and ask what plan is best. I'm like, well, if you send it over, the, we can the, take a look. They did a, the ADA did a study, 70% of the time. Um, if you buy your own dental insurance, mm-hmm. you're going to spend more on your premiums yeah. and your copays. Then you the actual, actually get out of it. Yeah. yeah. So I believe you it. should never buy your own insurance. And right. so, and then, you know, with COVID there's, you know, they're saying 50% or, you know, one in four, at least uh, people are going to lose their jobs. And they're saying, you know, I had Teresa Duncan on a webinar we did and she's saying, you know, the first thing that's going to go with these big employers is going to be dental. It's yeah, an easy dental, maybe benefit. vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they're going to be in your office. They're going to lose. I lost my insurance. I, I can't come to the dentist or I right. lost my insurance. What plan should I go buy? And if you don't have a plan to offer them, they're going to go buy Delta Dental. And now all of a sudden, instead of taking 10 or 15 percent hit, you're taking a 25 or a 30 percent hit. You so. mentioned a perio plan. What does that mm-hmm. mean? So for us. What we do is we do three cleans a year. God, period plans are something we've been toying with because you do packages, and I love packages. And so it's like uh, one thing we're toying with is saying if you join our, our perio plan, it includes your three or there's one with four cleans a year based on um, mm-hmm. how your SRP goes. But then you get a package price for your SRP clean. Okay. So And is this something you have to decide first? And the package is not part of the membership, so that's a okay. separate 
charge. It's an add-on. In other words, right. in other I was words, gonna say, could they just have an add-on? Yeah, it's yeah. in other words, can I have fries with that? Hey, you've got Perio. This is the package you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, because it'll cover the extra cleaning. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, duh. And you get duh. A, maybe a thousand dollars for four quads of SRP okay. or whatever, yeah. or whatever number you want. Yeah. Met they get pay, that discount. MetLife pays me like four hundred. Yeah, that's <laughs> 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 terrible. Yeah, brutal. It's brutal. I, I deal with it. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's tough. What are the okay? What are the pitfalls? Mer- Meredith asked you the number one question. It's probably pushed yeah. back from team members about whether or not they have to do any work. So besides the verbiage of training the team members to essentially sell this and uh-huh. know what's going on with it. I wouldn't what even else? say sell it. You're trying to assist your patients. I mean, it's free. Right. I mean, it's free. If they're, if they're good patients that intend to get their teeth cleaned once or twice a year, it's fr- the membership plan is free. Right. So what else do they have to do? Because the patients can sign up online, right? Yeah, it's or all about education. I mean, you the number one thing you can do as a business owner is have your team bought into this. Right. If they don't buy in, it's going to sit uh, your cards are going to sit on the desk. They're never going to yeah. do anything with it. Your not your membership base isn't going to grow and you're going to say this program didn't really work for us or we have a few members. Yeah. Um but you should really have 80 plus percent of your cash patients on your membership plan if you're actually really engaged in it and and looking at all the positives. Well, I would argue that you can get some of your non-cash patients onto it too. People that choose elective dentistry non-cash like, say, so like cosmetic patients yeah. or stuff like that that they're choosing elective dentistry because MetLife's not going to pay my veneer fee so and stuff like that we so. also have a couple of patients who pay out of pocket for additional cleanings so yeah so it could be a, and, an and they don't it have perio they drink a lot of wine or yeah. fu- okay, talk you know. about the fuzziness it gets fuzzy if you're a network you know if you're a network with MetLife mm-hmm. and a MetLife patient wants to get in your membership plan well then they have set fees and your membership plan might have a different set I fee gotcha. so I don't really recommend it or at least I would talk to your somebody you know your insurance yeah. company or something about it but Shit, they're not going to tell you they're anything not tell you. Mm-hmm. but now you're I not going to know what that is have you talked to one of those reps before uh, I, I tried <laughs> you probably but like for for out of network patients, I have been thinking through a model where it's like you could sell them now. Now your out of network patients are paying your full fees up here. Right. Right. Your cash patients are paying a fee schedule down here. So why not have a membership plan for your out of network patients that's maybe fifty dollars a year that gets them the same fee schedule as everybody else, and maybe you include free teledentistry in it something, or something, yeah. free whining for a year or something. Yeah, what's something? Yeah, just have like a VIP concierge plan or something. So you would we take their cool insurance and then they would just pay the remainder of the discounted amount. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah, we just give them that lower fee schedule yeah. since they're out of network. Yeah. Well, I want to start with the simple part. Okay? Yeah, the, the, yeah, we're getting we're, complicated. Now, now we're yeah. getting into the weeds a little bit, yeah. which is fine. Which, well, it's not fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fine for some. We've got all kinds yeah. of cool new <laughs> yeah. stuff we're doing too. So. But yeah. I think the the key thing right now is so. All right, so be outside of because you sell the product, okay? Uh huh. There is no harm for a dentist to have a membership plan in their office. There's no harm at all. No, yeah. I, I, only positives. I mean, okay. recurring cash flow. So if I say I want to offer a membership plan, what does it cost me just to have it on the shelf? Um, are you talking about using Dental HQ or just for you? For, no, if I want to have a membership plan through Dental HQ, what does it cost me just to have it on the shelf? So, you know, we don't charge any sign-up fee. Um, and we uh, we charge 199 bucks for uh, the marketing materials. Custom one marketing time. Materials, one-time fee and unlimited refills. Okay. So that's just, we, we weren't even going to charge anything, but then we have some offices who will s- set up the plan and never use it, and now right. we're out 199 bucks. So. That's still 200 bucks is nothing. Yeah. yeah. And then we don't charge any monthly fees, uh, like recurring monthly fees. Okay. We just charge a per-plan uh, fee. So for your first 100 members, it's $3 per plan. I saw that. 3-2-1 plan. 3-2-1, yeah. yeah. So then it goes down to $2 and $1 after 200 members. So. 
That's yeah. nothing. Well, you should charge yeah. a monthly. I mean, it's good. The, the, the yeah. money, you only make money in volume, but yeah. And, and we're perfectly aligned with it. I mean, you, like me, have spent so mm-hmm. much money on people promising the world and not delivering. Yeah. And so I've, and, and you know, I get some pushback sometimes, but I'm perfectly aligned with the dental office. So we are strongly encouraged for your success. You know, we have client right. success members and we're helping you every step of the way. We develop Business Connect in that same motto. We're developing a, a financial arrangement sure. tool that's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. So let, let's back up. To, I want to come back to Business Connect and all of that's here mm-hmm. in a second. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So basically, it'll cost me 200 bucks for marketing materials to have a product on the shelf. Mm-hmm. One unless, time. Unless you're North Carolina Dental Society member. Okay, but I don't give them any money. Because I don't want to get into that. For yeah, God's sure, sense. sure. Okay. Um, all right. So... All right, and then basically, if I have no patients, it costs me nothing. Exactly. Okay. Right. Nothing. Can't because I've seen time. these ones that are like two hundred dollars a month or three hundred dollars a month. Four hundred dollars. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to use other names, yeah. but uh, but that's been part of the issues. Like I'm like, yeah. all right. So let me let's back it up for a second. Why wouldn't I just do this on my own? So yeah, I mean, and a lot of dentists were doing it on their own. I was doing it on my own, and you can do it on your own, particularly with an. Well, you still do plan. it on your own. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're doing. Yeah, I mean, but without software. So right. right? So, uh, I mean, you know, a lot of businesses look at their competitors. For me, I don't look at our competitors. I look at dentists wanting to do it on their own as right. our competitors. So I have to out innovate what a dentist can do on their own, and that was part of the reason why Business Connect and a lot of the features we add is to build stuff you can't do on your own. Um, but yeah, the the where Dennis getting a pickle is your plan grows to three or four hundred people, and you're manually with spreadsheets trying to remember whose card to run when, and it becomes overwhelming, and your front desk just <laughs> yeah, gets that's up why on your it. team members don't buy into it, and they don't uh-huh. buy into it. Or you know, for me, we weren't going to offer annual plans through uh, Dental HQ because I was like, well, they can just pay for it in annual. Like you don't really, it's easy. People to can't try. afford to pay three hundred fifty bucks. Well, they can, but the problem was I sat up front and I listened one day as a patient was checking out. And they were like, oh, she's coming in for her recall. And they're like, oh, your membership plan has expired. Uh, we, need to up, we need to renew it. Yeah. Well, who's to say that was right at 12 months? It was probably at 14 months. So you yeah. lost two months there. So I was like, yeah. this does need to be on. It needs to be automated. Yeah. So it all is automated mm-hmm. and easy. And you have it on your homepage and your website. So uh, let me ask you this. So if I use Dental HQ, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a relationship between me and the patient on the financial side. Yeah, it is. Okay, so, but you do all the running of the credit card and all of that stuff, correct? So when you joined, we use Stripe as our payment okay, processor. sure. So you'll create your own. I have my own Stripe account. Yeah, and actually the way we do it, you won't even know Stripe's there. But okay. And Stripe takes the money straight from the patient and puts it straight into your account. But you handle all of that. Well, the patient we, does it online. The patient enters the credit card yeah. information online. They add their family members. They select their plan. They check out. Okay. The money goes from their credit card to your account. Okay, yes. Perfect. That's yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 Like I'm not trying. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're asking if there's anything in between that the team member would have to do or any reason. So yeah. Now now probably still our most common way is uh, where the team member enters it. So the person will go to check right. out and they'll hand them the credit card to set it at, up. A check yeah. out. Yeah. And yeah, to set it up. Yeah, because more than likely you're selling it in the office. Yeah. Because right. I'd be like, hey, listen, you're going to pay this much yeah. for your or, crown. I yeah. can give you a 15% discount if you sign up for my plan. You're already spending this on your cleanings anyway. Let's just get you in. Yeah. yeah. And you can either send them in the consult room to do it themselves or your front desk person can just enter it for them. And is it a month-to-month contract with the patient? So the way we do it is we have a 90-day enrollment period before you can cancel. Okay. Um, so you have to be enrolled for ninety days. It's typically four payments before you can before okay. you can cancel. So you you got can do an active hundred thirty bucks. Okay. Yeah, and and you can do an activation fee if if you're nervous about yeah. it. Um, but what I find is like if patients like if their credit card goes bad, they get emails and everything, and and uh, like and it re- automatically reattempts it. 
and it emails your front desk to let them know as well. And so they're calling frantic, like, how do I fix this? I need to update my credit card because they're so worried about losing it. Because with our plan, if you if you stop it and then restart, it's a $99 fee so yeah. to prevent people from canceling. Yeah, restart. so in other words, I just want to pay the few months I have a cleaning mm-hmm. and then not pay. And then cancel Only Indians think like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people think like that. So, you know, we, we've had to edit the, uh, the way it works a few times. But. Well, uh, you know, again, I'll come back to so much of, of my belief in the payment plan system and things like that is we always look as dentists as the ways people try to scam us. Uh-huh. And the truth is, is 90% of the patients, 95% of the patients aren't trying to. Yeah. They're just trying to get a good service, get it done nicely and easily, trying to make life easy for them. Yeah. And really, that's what they want. And, and they want it affordable. I mean, $28 a month sounds better than $350 for our new patient visit. I mean, right. we shouldn't be charging that. Yeah, and, and we don't even... We don't even lead with our new patient special anymore. We yeah. lead with our membership plan. Yeah, it's twenty eight dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when somebody calls and asks, you know, what's your what's it going to cost me to come in? We lead with that. They don't have insurance. All right. Yeah, we have a new patient special. If they like, don't want that commitment to us. Mm-hmm. I think they're crazy, but sometimes they just they want to come. Our in. new patient special is three hundred fifty bucks. Sixty eight. Sorry, three hundred sixty eight dollars. That's a lot of money. I know. I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't disagree. Two eighteen with a, if they have a cone beam from another office. Yeah, mm. that because we don't charge for the panel then. I mean, I mean, it's it's you know for different models it's. No, it I works. would take. Th- I would I would rather have three fifty a year mm-hmm. in monthly payments from people than charge three because we lose more people. Three sixty eight is a lot of money, but we yeah. lose more people. I I just I have made the decision that I will not offer ninety nine dollar new patient specials. It's just not no. in my business model. I think if you offered $30, $32, $33 a month membership plan and led mm-hmm. with that on the phone instead of 368 you would see a lot more new yeah, patients. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because I know we have a lot more calls than 42. Yeah. 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 And especially, like, as I'm trying to drop a few plans, mm-hmm. it, it's a way for people to stay in the office right. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 All right. So, talk to me about Business Connect. So, you know, my goal through last year was to build a platform that was as flexible and customizable and, and you know, personal opinion, better than anything else out there. So probably last October, we, we launched our, our, our latest version where, you know, you could customize it as much as you wanted. You could create senior citizen discounts, family member discounts. You could edit the plans as much as you want. Some people offer Uber rides or various different things with their plans. Um, so we, we launched that. And, but in the back of my mind was something we'd been talking about all year, which was Business Connect, a way that you can now take your membership plan and sell it directly to small businesses around you. So the way it works is, uh, you know, maybe uh, you have a friend who owns an accounting firm down the street. He's got five to ten employees. He's never offered dental insurance before because right. he's so small. Why do it? And he's a patient of yours or he's a friend of yours. And he, he's on your membership plan. He thinks it's great. And he's like, well, maybe I want to offer this to my employees. Well, like Aflac almost. Yeah, it's like your own Affleck directly between you and them. So you would email him or his HR person a link. They would sign up their their business. They would enter all their employees' emails. They would then decide if they wanted to subsidize all or part sure. of the membership plan. Maybe they wanted to pay five, ten, or the whole amount of the membership plan. Uh, they would, if they do want to subsidize, they enter their inf- payment information. Uh, they email. They enter all the emails of their employees. All their email. All their employees get a unique invitation to join your membership plan. Sub, and it lets them know what the office, what the business is going to subsidize. And it subsidizes the payments 
for your membership plan. So you're actually now going directly at small businesses offering an insurance plan that's on their budget, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they want to offer. And maybe they offer nothing, but you can offer it as a discount to their employees. Um, and so it is, it is really cool. We just launched that a couple, like right as COVID hit. So, yeah. So that sounds like what the gym companies do with us. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. like lifetime came to yeah. us and said, Hey, we'd love to put all your team members on this yeah. and we'll make it where you can pay zero. Yeah. But if they go to the gym eight times a month, you'll pay for whatever percentage. I was like, if they go eight times a oh, month, I'll cool. pay a hundred percent of it. Yeah. Because you know, fitter people. Because none of us went eight times. A month. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. We do now. And then it, as soon as we got into it, COVID. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, all right. so Business Connect is cool. Yeah. So, and we just, we're about to launch Community Connect, which is a, a little take off that. Like maybe you have your kids' YMCA team. You want to mm-hmm. invite them all to your membership plan and maybe offer them a special discount for being a part of your kids' YMCA team. You can bulk off from that with a little discount code. So just cool little stuff we're doing to, you know, offer stuff that you can't do on your own. And this is all proprietary stuff. Nobody else is doing this. So we're leading the way. I'm sure some other people Somebody are going to copy it eventually. Yeah. It'll be copied soon. But So the business isn't paying anything to sign up. They're just, if they would like to subsidize, they're putting something or, towards Or offer that. it to the customers. But they're, they're, they're just they're having employees. it as an yeah. offering. So for it's a value you guys, for them. it's good because you're getting bulk amount of. For the dental office, yeah, they're getting yeah. a bulk payment from that business. For the business, it's great because it's a new fringe benefit that they get to set the price on there. And they're right. only, unlike insurance, they're only paying for their employees who actually sign up. Yeah, and, and, and that makes sense to like small, you know, because most small businesses can't afford to provide full care. Mm-hmm. And especially if you have a community small business like the restaurant down the road, mm-hmm. you know, they probably have, let, let's use Piper's for example, yeah. okay? Yeah. So Piper, does Piper's offer dental insurance? Mm-mm. They don't, right? Mm-hmm. So they probably have what, 50 employees? Yeah, front and back. Yeah, front, they have 50 yeah. employees. Yeah. So now they can go there and say, hey, we offer a dental plan. It's $30, $30 a month. Yeah. yeah. Right? And they're not subsidizing at all, let's say. Right. But now there's a benefit that they can say, we have a dental plan. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because that's a common question that I get. Do you have a medical plan? I'm like, as, as an employer, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, but I don't tell them we don't pay all of it. Same yeah. with the dental part, right? Yeah. So that, or they can say, hey, if you actually go, we know that people with teeth that smile when they work, <laughs> people will buy more food from right. them. We value your, <laughs> yeah. your teeth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll subsidize maybe five bucks of it or 10 bucks yeah. of it or whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. And, and then it's free for them to sign up to, uh, to offer it to their, their, their employees, and it's free for us to give it to them mm-hmm. to offer it. And, and then we give you marketing materials for that, too, yeah. so you can have run around and bring them a box of donuts and tell them about your plan. Or if they're a patient, that's the easiest. Yeah, we should bring a box of sugar. Yeah. To, for, to encourage the cavities. Yeah. <laughs> well, we as dentists like sugar as much as yeah. anybody. At least oh, I, I, I 100% so love sugar. Yeah. We get medical rep food, too. <laughs> In our office. Yeah, like so we get lunch delivered every, to our office four times a day, four times right. a week. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. From like his wife's we practice. Eat, we, eat, we eat so good <laughs> at our office. So yeah. unhealthy. It's bad. Yeah. I've, I've, try, I've worked on getting back into shape over the last six months. So. All right. So what about I've heard mm-hmm. that some states or some places say that these membership plans are illegal? It's not that they're illegal. So they say there's some states like, for instance, Washington State that says uh, they don't have any of the direct primary care laws. And they say if you're offering any sort of plan to directly to your patients, it's technically insurance. insurance and you need right. to register it as an insurance plan. And in the state of Washington, to register as an insurance plan, you have to have a million dollars in the bank and you have to buy this license. And so, you know, 
we are we are working through some of this stuff, but I would say 48, 47 out of 50 states have these direct primary care laws that protect dentists and physicians for offering up their own plan directly to them. Yeah, like concierge medicine is no exactly. different. Exactly. Yeah. It's their version of in-house membership plans. And most states have protections for dentists. And hopefully as we get bigger, we can go work on lobbying those few I could use states. this in my wife's office? No, not no. yet. No. But maybe one day okay. we'll evolve. I mean, you look, I mean, you can actually, I don't know the regulatory stuff, but you can make the plan do whatever you want it to do. You literally could rewrite every word on no, the plan. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, ultimately, if she wants to do concierge medicine, mm-hmm. we could use the, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you could. It would have her logo and everything on it. And what legal, what legal aspects do you guys that's take care of in this? I mean, we, we have researched pretty much every state. So, you know, I mean, like some states, most every state says you must say it's not dental insurance. Okay. So we are very clear about that. Some states And you guys handle all that in terms of the, 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 the small writing and all of that where patients understand they're not signing. We have them. a terms and conditions, a very thorough, like seven okay. or eight page shirt that they agree That nobody to. reads to. But and, yeah. and, and in it, we, on, with a broad stroke, uh, address 95% of the issues most states okay. require. Like some states require that you, for 30 days, offer a refund of the plan. And so we figured out a way to offer that, you know, without hurting the dentist. And that's in the plan for the states that have that. And even for the states that don't, because the way we solved it is a good way. Well, the truth is you need this, this software for your business anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah, we needed it for us because we were yeah. kind of interesting. Kind of how we built our billboard business growing up in our motel. We needed, a, we needed billboards for our motel to advertise it. It's and a vertical. It's, yeah. and, instead of paying people. Instead of paying another company $300 a month to rent the billboard, my dad says, why don't I just lease the land and put our own billboard up? Right. And we'll pay, we'll, pay, we'll pay $300 a month to do it, but then we'll have three empty spots that we can sell to somebody else. So I want to do that with nitrous tanks. <laughs> you charge so much for so these much. nitrous tanks. Uh-huh. So I want to start my own nitrous company. What other issues should I have? What, 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 else, what else can you tell me about the membership plan that, that will help me and my listeners kind of move over move over to that model because we're going to add it yeah no i think um you know i think first the first step is the kind of deciding you're going to do the plan set your pricing set what's going to be included and then the most important step and this is what so many offices glaze over is the training and getting your team to buy and how do you, do you help with that yeah yeah we have a client success team okay. we have two to three different training se- uh, steps they can go through um we even have a training for business connect if you want it um, so we want to train you because it's in our best inter- interest for you to be super successful with it. So, yes, we help with the training. But the most important thing is that you don't, like, have a training at 11 o'clock when they have eight other patients checking out and they're just kind of watching on the side. No, you no, know, no. You, you have to be bought in. In it to win it. So, and what I do is I offer, we have a bead bonus system in our office. We call it a bead bonus. Be- bead bonus? Bead, like you drop a bead in a glass. Okay. And, but we did away with the beads 10 years ago, but okay. we still call it the bead bonus. So the, in New Orleans, that would work. <laughs> <laughs> Should change it to that. <laughs> Could probably get in trouble. We don't that. have so HR. Yeah. I, wait, wait. So we we have, we have I am H- HR. Yeah. I am HR in our He practice. gets called on himself all the time. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So show me your beads. It, it, each, bead, yeah. each beads $10, and we give a bead every time you sell a membership plan. So that's one way to get our employees super bought into okay. it. Um, but, you know, you don't have to do that. But just making sure that they're super bought in and understand. And, I mean, patients love it. So if they are presenting it, they're going to make their patients very happy that you have this plan and making it more affordable for what them. What are the negatives? Everything <sighs> has some negative. Um, 
I would think that if I have a fee-for-service practice, my patients are already paying me. But my answer to that is just raise your fees. So uh, you're talking about your members. So, so people will ask me this. Uh, I have some friends who are in more rural areas mm-hmm. of North Carolina who have all fee-for-service. They don't take insurance. They have a wait for three months to get right. in. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, you don't need a membership plan. I mean, you've got people lining down no, the street. But my, my answer to that is it won't always be like that. I don't know how it's still like that. There's, I mean, we're well, talking about nobody else wants to go there. Five percent of dentists yeah. out there, but uh, there. I mean, if you've got an all fee for service practice, you don't take any insurance, and you have a wait list of patients waiting to come in, then just you keep clearly rocking. aren't in Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're not in Raleigh. <laughs> yeah. Keep on rocking. You know, you can do a membership plan if you want. Just charge. I mean, like I said, like if you're collecting four hundred dollars a year but you offer a plan for $35 a year, you're getting more than $400 a year, yeah. but you're giving them the convenience of making it affordable monthly payments. Right. So, Which helps people. Yeah, it could be a, a, you can make more money off of this if you wanted. So. And I can enroll an entire family in this. Mm-hmm. Super easy. That's all built into your software. Mm-hmm. The patient chooses. The patient chooses, and if you want to offer additional discounts as they add more family members, you can build that in. I got some questions. How do so, I handle this? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, so can you pull this up on an iPad and give it to the patient mm-hmm. at the office? Yeah, we do that at community events. We'll take our iPad out there okay. with us. And that, that way they can do it, and we can little hook a little, like a stripe, the swipe or whatever. Well, you it doesn't have to swipe. Enter it. We don't yeah. do that yet. That's maybe, that's a cool idea. Because that's going to be on his platform. Th- th- they enter the numbers. It's just processed by okay. stripe. Yeah. But yeah, they yeah. can enter it. But they can enter it in. Yeah. 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 Okay. So... We're paperless. Yeah, I mean, so then you can have community events and you can go, oh, we signed up eight members. This is how much we made off of this event. Yeah. Kind of like we do when we go to a conference. We signed up five offices or ten. All right, so, all right, so let's, let okay, so now I'm, I'm going to get this membership plan. Mm-hmm. We're going to offer it to our patients. Mm-hmm. How do you handle it when the patient comes in on their practice management software and all of that? How does that work? We don't integrate yet with any of the practice management services because it's so easy to no, how are you doing your it in books. your practice? So what we do, there's there's three different ways to balance it. First off, all you do whenever a patient joins your membership plan, you just make a note somewhere in their chart and on their appointment. You can even make it a dental that. insurance plan in the software. You can you? do that as well, yeah. yeah. Um, but for us, we, I mean, we call it, I keep telling my team it's not the dental HQ plan. It's our mem- It's the Wells Family Dental Group right. membership plan, but they, you know. I guess maybe because in your office, can you use it all four locations? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh it's enterprise available. No, no. So. As a patient, can I go to all four locations? Yes, it's. Uh, I know we've solved that. So yes, there, yes okay. it, it is possible. Um, so I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking? So about? how do I handle it in EagleSoft? Open yeah, yeah. Or whatever so uh, there's several different ways to do it. The easiest way is you just make sure the member is marked as a member, mm-hmm. and then when they come in, all you do is when we we do it when we con- confirm the appointment at two or three days mm-hmm. out, we log in a uh, dental HQ. We just make sure it says super clear, active, and right. Late. So you have to double check. Okay. So you just look on the software. It says active. We know they're good to go. We don't need to collect any payment that day. So you can then at the end of the month you get reports, and it's a running ledger. You can do it anytime. But then the month you can then go and you could go each patient and enter the payment and the the charge and the payment for their membership plan you're going to write off all the charges for their pro fee or whatever that day and then you can either individually go into each chart which takes a long time or you just create a dummy patient and dump all the money into that patient so you're uh, so you account for the revenue um and that's a quick i mean with that way you're spending two minutes a month on it yeah So what, what I'm thinking maybe is that uh, we use EagleSoft, mm-hmm. but that's irrelevant here. So uh, we would create a Den- Raleigh Dental Arts membership plan mm-hmm. as one of the insurance plans, and then we could attach a fee schedule to it. Yeah. That is a fee schedule minus 15, our UCR minus 15%. Yeah. And then we can go through and 
uh, we can essentially... As we sign them up. As we sign them up, we'll put them on that. And then as the patient comes through, we just uh, write off the... Uh, we just insurance off the, uh, the cleaning part. Yeah, yeah but how are you going to put in the $28 a month? Well, that's, that's what he was explaining. Yeah. yeah, that's where you can either create a dummy patient mm. and just... Yeah, that part's easy. I'll dump just keep all the money. The, yeah. <laughs> well, it's all going into your account. You're keeping we'll it anyway. that part so, out. Yeah. 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 So, okay. But there's... We have a, uh, a nice sheet on this and the uh, onboarding guys... But it's pretty it. simple. Like, Super clearly simple. your team members are doing it. It's simple enough to where it's like, do we really want to spend the money on integrating into these softwares when it's so easy? Yeah, the answer yeah. is always yes. It but is they, yes. The and APIs are expensive, are. unfortunately. So, the yeah. APIs are expensive. And ultimately, we're going to do it because we have some cool ideas of fun stuff we could do by doing it. And the financial arrangement yeah. tool we're building will make it easier. So. so, we go in every day and enter monthly payments. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. We go in and enter from... But you would not have to do that. No, no. We're right, right. But like I'm saying we, we do. We have an automated system that our patients yeah. that do the monthly payments. Mm-hmm. So we get a spit out from our processor saying that these patients were charged and then we have to manually enter. And we manually enter them in every single one. So really, it's... And, and you know, the beauty with us, T-Bone, is you're a super innovative guy too. Yeah. So you call me up and go, hey, why doesn't it do this? Yeah. We got a developer's. She'll do it. Yeah, you have Indian people. <laughs> Indians <laughs> or Russians? One of the two. She, we don't have any. She's actually in Atlanta. Yeah. You know, she's a female developer, which is not very common these days. But um, she is great, and she will build it. And then whenever we get to something like Business Connect, where it's a really big upgrade, yeah. we'll outsource that to the group that did build it back in the beginning. So, yeah. But I'll, you know. What's your, what's your goal with this business, with Dental HQ? Um. I want. I, I think over the next five to ten years, almost all dental offices are going to have a membership plan. Um, uh, it's, I agree. It's. I mean, over this COVID crisis, I, I I was telling the guys, I was like, nobody's. We're going to be really slow. Like nobody's going to be thinking about. And for the first two or three weeks, we we're crickets. But then all of a sudden, holy the dentists. cow! Yeah, we yeah. we of were we busier than we've ever too. ever been. And I think a a, a recession, a, a crisis like this, just makes us even busier. So. I mean, things are exploding. Well, there's a reason right I'm looking into all of this now, right? Right. Is because it's not because I'm trying to be reactionary, but I'm trying to prevent. Yeah. My my big thing, like I mentioned earlier, is I'm trying to prevent from being reactionary. Yeah. yeah. I'm focused on being proactive and not getting left behind. And I think yeah. I'm afraid that I'm going to get left behind on the membership plans, because because more and more people are offering them, and especially the younger age dentists. I mean, yeah. The the dentists coming out of school, basically the. Is you, what are you, 36 now? 40. 40. Okay, you're a little bit older yeah. than I thought. But okay, but the dentists that are between 28 and 40, they almost all of their practice. Oh, yeah. Anybody that's doing a startup today has a membership plan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, we're moving from the early adopters to now, like you're saying, like, well, hell, everybody's doing this. Like, tell me more about it. So we went from just educating lots of people about what it was to now it's people calling us. They're doing their research. They're checking everyone out. And we're, you know, we spent two years just making sure everyone knew to call us and at least give us a chance. Um, and we won those battles a lot. But um, what do your competitors charge? You don't have to name names. I don't even know who they are. But what what, what what's out there? Like what what is I, I pay two hundred dollars a month, three hundred dollars a month. One of them's three hundred dollars a month with a big uh, setup fee, and then uh, another one's. How are they better or different? I mean, I know it's hard for you to say they're better in any way, but nobody's better. I I, I get that, but what <laughs> what are they? What I mean are, that nobody's better. What, what are they? What do they say that they offer? Do what do they offer? Well, the the ones that charge a monthly fee will say, well. 
um, you know, what do you do if you have a thousand members and right. you're paying but us? But who has a thousand members? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure there are those offices that have a thousand. And if you reach it, we've never had one. But if you reach a thousand members, we will have a conversation with yeah. you about switching you to a monthly uh, plan. Yeah, but yeah. in general, most offices are going to benefit doing a three. And quite frankly, the person that has a thousand plans is do it yourself. You know, well, I don't know about doing that. You're managing a thousand people yeah. without automation. That sounds like a mess. <laughs> yeah, that would be a nightmare. But, but yeah, I mean, so, so, so that'll be their kick against us. Um, another one, I don't know. One of them just, yeah, I think, got acquired by somebody and they changed their stuff. And then the, another one's like, instead of doing three, two, one like we do, they do three, four, five um, based on like a, a kid's plan, a okay. adult plan, and then a period plan is like $3, $4, five dollars. We do 3-2-1. Based on 100 members to 200 members to over 200 members is just a buck of membership. So, yeah. so we just did a podcast on um, being recession ready. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I think this is one thing because I look back at 08, my own right. parents, we owned our own, always have owned our own businesses, never had dental insurance. And that was one of the things that got cut out. When yeah. the economy crashed, my parents stopped going to the dentist. Yeah. They paid for the kids. Scott mm-hmm. Cooper still hasn't yeah. come back to the dentist. <laughs> my dad's so, still know. avoiding the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Scott um, Cooper, if you're listening, <laughs> you're overdue. But uh, You've gotten texts from I get, us. I get you're about emails. to have a membership plan to join, it sounds <laughs> right, like. So. But well, they have the best membership plan. <laughs> yeah, <hasn't> my dad. <laughs> um, but I'm saying if it would have been $28 a month, that wouldn't have been something you probably would have cut out. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's, I think, why we, our phone's been ringing off the hook lately is, you know, pe- a lot of people are going to lose their insurance. And if you don't have an option for them, you know, when they call you and say, I've lost my insurance, I need to cancel my appointment. Well, oh, wait, wait, wait. So We've got I, a, a better option uh, for So you. now I don't have a job and I have to pay $368. Yeah. So I just so. won't do it. So, right. Yeah. I'll pay 30 bucks yeah. a month. Right. So, yeah, you're getting your full fees for your patients who are showing up, but all the ones you're losing out the back door when you could have had a membership plan – you know, you're losing that revenue. And that's the argument we make. So I feel stupid a little bit. No. Well, no, I, mean, I just, I, I don't understand why, I ha- you know, I've been not for these things. Yeah. But it's okay. You guys have paved the way. You guys have figured it out. And, uh, and yeah. Broken through the walls, learned what works and doesn't work. and Yeah, you know, and, and at the end of the day, times have changed, right? Yeah. And yeah. This is not, to me, this is not a COVID reaction. Right. This is a just, it's been on my radar. We've been talking about mm-hmm. it. And quite frankly, I'll, I'll be frank with you. I've looked at other people. I've gotten their brochures. I'm like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. I can copy it, make the own brochures. And then yeah. life gets in the way. And like, I'm never going to I was going to say it. time. I'm, I'm just not going to I'm honestly it. surprised you don't already have one, but I would say it's probably a time. It's a time of implementation. A time yeah, thing, I mean, yeah. And really what I need is something done for me. Right. You, you know? can implement this in 10 minutes. Yeah, no, it sounds easy yeah. because you got, right. you got, you've, you've, you've done, done it. it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, all I got to do is give <laughs> you We've done bucks. all the legwork. Yeah. You know, you just get your team, find, make sure they're bought in and then they will. So you take $3 regardless of what I charge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no, actually we did create a stipulation because like we created a, a denture care plan, okay. you know, for, as an option, if you want it. And those are probably nine or 10 bucks and I'm going to take $3. If right. you're on, so we only charge like a buck if it's okay. under $10. Right. So but nobody does dentures. Right. So <laughs> I nobody will, nobody still, willingly but, does yeah. dentures. <laughs> there are a few, you know, we have one of the biggest denture companies in the country. Yeah. Based back. here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Affordable dentures is based here in Raleigh. Yeah. I never knew that. They were based in Kingston, but now they're in Raleigh. Yeah. yeah uh, they're, they're, I, they're probably one of the top one or two, top three DSOs in the country. 
yeah, we, we met with them, you know, that's how I came up with the denture care plan. I was yeah. like, there's a great idea for you guys, you know. So. Yeah, they would just do it on their own, man. I think that's what they're probably yeah. doing. But I, I, I gave them good ideas about what that's to do good. on their own. So. And you probably learned along the way. I learned a, a good amount about them. They're smart guys. They consumerize the whole denture. Yeah. Uh, if you've that's ever nice. looked at their website and seen how they yeah. do it, it's, it's pretty impressive. No, but you see, that's why they all went into dentistry because they know how to sell people. Yeah. You know, they know how to sell products. Yeah. You know, hell, we're bitching about how we can't get people to buy $2,000 things. How do you think people, people are buying $70,000 trucks? Trucks. Yeah. 90. See, $90,000 trucks. Yeah. D- this is why our financial arrangements tool that we're building right now, I'm telling you, T-bone. Oh, dude, I've been yeah. all over for you. Tr- yeah, we do do that. It. We don't tell people how much Invisalign. I mean, we do, but we tell them it's $250 a month. What, 200 yeah. bucks a month? Whatever yeah. the number is. So yeah. it's going to allow dentists to just present that and have it all automated. It's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. I've been so excited about this. Anything else, Meredith? Not that I can think of. If somebody wants to sign up oh, for yeah. this. Um, do you have a me that they go to? <laughs> well, I mean, you just go to dentalhq.com. Okay. You know, the top, you can, uh, what if they have request questions? a demo. Okay. Um, and it's, you know, it's all automated. So you just pick whatever time works for you. And we've got awesome people who know all about this stuff who are, well, full-time. the good news is I think if we get enough of our people on it, that we could do mm-hmm. some webinars, walking people through it, some innovation yeah. things that we could do with it. Yeah. Some, just a group discussion about how we get, because ultimately I don't think a membership plan is something just to have on your shelf. I think it is something Can't that you be. have to actively try to put. You should be trying to put every person possible into this plan mm-hmm. because there you because there's a reason why Chick Fil A wants me to have this stupid red card, mm-hmm. right? Because they can track what you're doing. You're more likely to use them. Mm-hmm. There's a reason grocery stores started those stupid things on your keychains because they red wanted card. because yeah. they wanted to track you, right? Yeah. And they, they there's something about. Any type of membership program. Like, uh, there's a reason I fly Delta. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I'll fly Delta to Dallas through Atlanta when I could have just flown American. Yeah. But because I have a Delta card on my suitcase that I want to fly Delta. So, it's no, the concept is no different. Yeah. You know, you want, it's a, really, it's a loyalty. It's, in a way, it's a membership slash loyalty program. program. And you could probably build things like that onto it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know. Nordstrom notes. Like, I'm just thinking out loud now. Like, if you, if you maintain your, like, so, okay. So, now I'm going to have to shoot some ideas at you. Okay. okay? All right. So, I would, I would provide, if I could get my patients to come in every six, like the, maintain their cleaning schedule, I would probably stand behind some of my work a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But part of that problem is looking that up, right? Have you, as Brett, have you, like I did a crown on you four years ago. Now it's chipped or whatever. Have you been here for every one of your cleanings for the last four years? And been on our payment plan. And all of that stuff, right? Yeah. So that's one option. Like, maybe I could stand behind my work a little bit longer. Increase the warranty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I know legally we can't call it a warranty or whatever, but but I stand behind my work, okay? Mm -hmm. Another thing is, if you're a patient of mine for five years and you missed, never missed a cleaning, I'll give you some whitening trays. Yeah. You know, so th- those are, those are rewards kind of thinking. programs that you could probably build into something like this. Or I'll give you a pre-made whitening tray. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. This thing you stick in your mouth. You know, stuff like that. So I think those would be things that I would love to do as to a business on. owner, mm-hmm. but I'm not willing to track it and keep up with it yeah. because it sounds like a pain in the ass. Like, like it should be something where the patient gets an email, hey, redeem your thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, then they can come in and redeem it. And I'm happy to stand behind that. So now you're giving coupons? 
Not co- I don't do coupons. <laughs> I know yeah, you don't. That's why you I can had to do say that. coupon codes with Dental HQ, but you don't have yeah. to. Uh-huh. It's optional. But yeah, so those kind of things would be things that would be interesting. Yeah. Or like you, you know, it's, yeah. I think you know what I thought about on the business connect. So I'll use this as an example. T Bone has a friend that owns a restaurant, mm-hmm. and so of course he sends all of his employees to us. You feel like you have to take care of them, right? So you give them all a discount, anyways. We just put them on this, right? Yeah. 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 Easy. And if he wants to take care of Do you of have an Indian health. version of this plan for I can give to all my Indian patients? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're doing Community Connect, so yeah. No, no. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm talking about all the all no, Indian patients. All Indian people call him and want a discount. They think they're going to they come in as a new patient. You don't can, know him. You can have an off-label plan that do, isn't visible. Right. That you can like be like, I have a special plan. Yeah. Just <laughs> to make him feel special? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. all they want is no to feel shit, special. Dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's crazy. Like we can't say it. We're like we know why you're calling. <laughs> yeah. Before we before we get T Bone, yeah. I want to tell you about our <laughs> special secret membership yeah. plan we have. Only for you. Yeah. Not available to anybody yeah. else. Yeah. And you have to say it like that, and then do this little thing that they do. Oh my god. We got you covered. <laughs> yeah. Brett, anything else you want to add? Nah, just thanks for having me on the oh, show. Of course, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being you. Yeah. I hope we get to spend some more time together. Absolutely. You may not like it, but... <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah. I love this. So, dentalhq.com. Uh-huh. Dentalhq.com. Okay, and I'm Brett at dentalhq.com if anybody wants to yell at me about anything. With two T's. Yeah. Two T's. <laughs> On the yeah. Brett part, not the dental yeah. part. <laughs> hey, I mean, you'd be surprised how many people would misspell dentists on my email. Well, they probably just put dentist. No, they misspelled dentist. Mm. All right. That's autocorrect. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in for this week's episode. Uh, I want to thank Brett and Meredith for being here. Uh, And I will be using Dental HQ to do my membership plan in the office. So hopefully, maybe in six months, we can see what kind of results we're having with it. We'll catch back And then if I'm struggling with it, we'll bring you back on. Yelling. No, no, it's not about yelling. It's about coaching me. Like, are you doing this? Because ultimately, how about this? Not all your customers are doing perfect with it. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. So, so maybe that's one of those things we need to come in and I can go to you like, hey, this is where I'm struggling. Then you can ask me the questions. You can ask my team members questions mm-hmm. and maybe we can we can help people learn that way. Absolutely. Because again, I, I, I don't want to offer this just to have it. Mm-hmm. I want to put every patient, as, as many patients as possible on it. I don't want to be like, oh, don't offer it to that patient. They're already paying us. Yeah. I don't want any of that. I want to put everybody on it because that's the only way it wins. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how you win too. So. That's how we yeah. win too. <laughs> but we if love, I go from 199 to 201, <laughs> I'm saving money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Remember to share and review us. Uh, and if you have questions, you can call 510-698-2663 or you can visit asktbone.com. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, 
your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode. 